Welcome back to Clarity Combos for Wedding Pros Podcast. I'm your host, Aislinn, and I am so excited to do another solo episode with you guys. It's actually been a while since I've been able to record one of these. I have had the distinct pleasure of having several really incredible guests on my podcast, and that is not stopping anytime soon. We have an amazing lineup going into the new year of incredible guests who are going to be coming on and sharing their expertise. And so I am really excited to kind of mix in these solo episodes where we talk about specific practical topics, as well as having those amazing guest speaking episodes where we have experts come in and share their wisdom and share their advice with you and just have a really lovely conversation back and forth. But today's episode is so good. Today's episode, like I am so excited for this one because I know it's going to have tangible action steps for you to be able to take and actually go implement immediately. So today's episode, we are going to be talking about tips to recover from burnout and some different habits that we can start to implement in our businesses and in our lives to just boost our happiness. And this particular topic, it kind of came up because I had multiple clients who were telling me they were feeling kind of burnt out. You know, they had a really busy wedding season. They have a lot going on with their business and with their life. And so I decided instead of just telling my clients what I would recommend to them, I'm going to make a podcast episode so that anytime you are starting to feel the like signals of maybe I'm starting to feel burnt out, you can come back to this podcast episode and you're going to be able to take these tips and immediately go implement them. Because one of the things that bothers me a lot is when we talk about burnout and it's this very like uh, ethereal thing. Like it doesn't have like, you know, tangible things attached to it. It's like, oh, it feels this way or it feels this way. And it's like, well, Yes, but what can we actually do today? What can we do today that doesn't require us to go out and buy something? What can we do today that doesn't require us to spend six months doing something in order to not feel burnt out anymore? So I really want today's episode to give you peace of mind and give you hope that if you are starting to feel burnt out, there are things you can do today. And today's episode is going to be all about this. So when I was a wedding photographer and as a wedding professional, I definitely started to notice burnout happening when I was not honoring myself and honoring my own inner authority. That to me was the thing that kind of, you know, cycled into burnout and cycled into seasons of burnout. But when I started to really start to do a lot more self-trust work and a lot more mindset work and a lot more work on my daily habits, I started to notice that burnout just really wasn't a thing as much as it used to be. So as a coach, I have started to implement these things over the past, like probably three years or so that they're habits now. It's things that I just do. And it's things that I make sure are part of my daily habit rather than it's something that I wait until I'm feeling a certain way to start to implement. So there's a quote that I heard recently that really resonated with me. And it's the quieter we become, the more we can hear. And this is a quote from Ram Das. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but it's a quote I heard. And it made me think so much that when we're feeling burnt out, the only thing we can hear is our body and our mind begging for rest. So I want to talk about practical things you can do today if you are experiencing that. If you're experiencing your body saying, I just need rest. I just need to hold on until busy season is done. I just need to hold on until next month. I just need to hold on until next season. I want you to listen to this and recognize that burnout is not a bad thing. It is your body and your mind begging you to change something. 
So here are the things that I think are the most useful takeaways when it comes to burnout. When we are experiencing burnout, every single decision that we are making is going to feel 10 times heavier than if we're not experiencing burnout. Every single decision we're making is going to have almost like more weight behind it. And it's going to feel heavier because it's like asking you to like essentially make a choice when you have a bazillion choices in front of you. So one of the pieces of advice that I have around burnout is that you need to be more boring. You need to be more boring in your life and you need to have less decisions that you have to make on a daily basis. And you need to take the urgency out of a lot of things in your life. If you are currently experiencing burnout, a lot of things might be vying for your attention, but not all of them are urgent and not all of them are important. And if you are feeling burnout, you need to look at those things and ask yourself, is this urgent and is this important? And is it something that I actually have to do? Because when we're experiencing burnout, every single decision is piling up on us. When we're not in burnout, it's like we have the capacity and we have the bandwidth to make those extra decisions. When we're experiencing burnout, we don't have that capacity. We don't have that bandwidth. So I want you to be boring. I know, like I like I know so many people are gonna be like, uh, Aislinn, I can't do that. I don't wanna be boring. That's something that, you know, as a kid that was labeled as bad. Well, as adult, let's label it as good. I have sat at table I've sat at tables over the years with millionaires multiple times, multiple tables that I've sat at with women who are making six figures in a month with women who are making millions of dollars a year with women who, you know, not just millionaires. I've been sitting at tables with women who are making $50,000 in a month, $80,000 in a month. Those women do not spend extra energy on extra decisions because they need to be doing those $1,000 an hour jobs. They don't need to be doing these like extra decision-making tasks that are taking away their bandwidth from the things that they actually need in order to build their business to where they're building their business. So let's get down into five practical tips if you're experiencing burnout that you can start to do today. So tip number one is to create a focus or a do not disturb on your phone. I started doing this a while ago and I truly believe that my life is 10 times better because I have a focus on my phone. My focus is called abundant AF. (laughs) So this is the focus that I have on most of the day. And the only people who can get through my phone focus are my husband, my best friend, my mom, and my sister. That's it. Those are the only people who are allowed on my focus. It still sends through some notifications, but I really did take off a lot of the notifications, especially like Instagram, social media, email, any of those things. Those are those notifications don't come through. And what you will notice is that when you are not completely open to the entire world to call you, text you, leave you a notification, leave you a message, whatever it is, if you are not open to that, it's going to take away some of the urgency feelings that are going on in your body during burnout. And it's going to take away some of the decisions that you have to make. And it's going to allow you to do more focused work. And it's going to allow you to not have to make as many decisions and not have to participate in as many conversations. So that's tip number one is to create a focus on your phone. If you don't have an Apple phone, it's just do not disturb. But if you have an Apple phone, it's it's called a focus. So the next tip, number two, is I want you to pick out three shirts 
and three pants and you ro rotate those. So the reason we do this, I want you to imagine walking into your closet right now and looking around at all the shirts you have and all the pants you have and all the dresses you have and all the skirts you have and all the belts you have and all the things. I just want you to walk into that room metaphorically and I want you to make a decision on what you're gonna wear today. If you're experiencing burnout right now, I just asked you to move a mountain. I just told you, you have to make a decision based on a hundred different variables, probably more than that. I'm not gonna do the math on it, but probably more than that. So when we're experiencing burnout and we need to be more boring and make less decisions and have less urgency going on in our lives, we need to pare down our choices that we make, especially early in the morning. So what I do, and I don't do this always, but especially when I'm starting to feel kind of overwhelmed or I'm feeling kind of like those signs of burnout, and I don't feel them as often as I used to, but sometimes I do still feel them. What I will do is I will pick one pair of yoga pants and I will pick one shirt and that's one outfit. I'll pick another pair of yoga pants and another shirt and that's another outfit. And then I will pick a pair of jeans and a shirt and that's our third outfit. And that is what I wear the entire week long. And instead of having it all uh, be inside your closet. So you have to go find those things. What I want you to do is separate those three outfits from the rest of your clothes and just do small batches of laundry. Just do small batches of laundry as you go through those three outfits. And that way they're not getting mixed in with the rest of your clothes. And you can even put them like on a dresser or somewhere away from the rest of your clothes so that you're not even having to look at the decisions you possibly could make by walking into your closet or walking into um, your room where your clothes are, wherever you have them. So that's uh, tip number two is going to be to pick out three shirts and three pants to rotate during the week. And you can do this as long as you want. You can literally start to have this ha as a habit. And this is just something you do forever, or this is just for the season that you're in right now. So tip number three is going to probably trigger some of the planners who are in the audience, but I just want you to hear me out when I say this one. Tip number three is I want you to take your email off of your phone. Yeah, I said it. I want you to take your email off of your phone. There is nothing live or die that your clients could possibly need from you after 5 p.m. And I know some of you guys are like out there like wanting to argue with me. If you are experiencing burnout right now, I want you to take Gmail off of your phone. And if you want to do that in a like kind of like less like scary way, if that feels like absolutely impossible, take it off your phone on the weekends. Take it off your phone after like 5 p.m. or after 7 p.m. or whatever it is. I just want you to take the possibility of checking messages late at night out of your control. You would have to literally walk to your desktop or walk to your laptop to go make that decision. It should not be on your phone after hours and it should not be on your phone on the weekends. You can always have an out of office or you can always have a uh, vacation mode inside of Gmail that sends an email to people to let them know your office hours are X, Y, Z. This is going to help you make less decisions and have less urgency on your nervous system. So tip number three is to take your email off of your phone. Tip number four for burnout is pick one TV show, one podcast, and one book. 
I don't know about you. I personally, I'm always watching at least one TV show. I'm always reading at least one book and I'm always listening to at least one podcast at a time. Sometimes I have like 20 of these things going on. And when I am feeling burnt out or when I have a client who's feeling burnt out, I ask them the question of like, well, how many TV shows are you watching right now? Like, how long do you spend looking at Netflix trying to decide what you want to watch? Okay, well, how many podcast episodes are you listening to? How often are you sitting there scrolling going like, well, I don't know if I want to listen to this today or if I want to listen to this today. How many books are you reading right now? Do you have an audiobook and a book going and also another book going? Pare it down. Make it simple. Be boring. Make less decisions. Lessen the urgency in your life. If you could sit down and say, I want to watch this TV episode or this TV show this week. I want to be listening to only this podcast this week. I want to only be reading this book this week. What would that look like? So for example, in my own life, I've really pared this down recently just to kind of give myself some more bandwidth so that I'm not having to make decisions literally all the time. So this month, I'm watching Gilmore Girls from start. So I'm in season one right now. So that's the TV show I'm watching. So if I sit down and I'm like, I want to watch TV for 30 minutes just to let my brain rest, it's Gilmore Girls this month. This month, I am listening to a manifestation podcast that I absolutely love. It's very high vibe. It makes me feel really good. I love the host. I know the hosts. That's always really fun. So that's the podcast that I'm listening to if I choose to listen to a podcast. And for the book that I'm reading right now, it's a light rom-com. I noticed that I was having some just kind of like dysregulation. And I was like, okay, like I'm not going to read like super heavy books that have like trigger warnings and have like a lot of trauma in them. I was like, you know what? We're going to go for light rom-com right now. And I might move on to like something like super cozy next, but I want you to take this into consideration that every single time you look at what book you're going to read next or what TV show you want to sit down and watch, you're having to make a decision. So if you're feeling burnt out, we need to take some of those decisions away for just a little bit, for just a little bit, pick one TV show to watch just a little bit, pick one podcast to listen to. You can even pick this one if you want to. And just for a little bit, read one book. Let's focus our intention just a little bit more. So the fifth and final recovery burnout tip, sorry, words. <laughs> the fifth and final recovery burnout tip is going to be this. I want you to autopilot your food. I know a lot of us during busy season can get into like some really bad ruts of going through the Chick-fil-A drive through or going through McDonald's. And I am not here to shame you for those things uh, because I have literally made all of those choices. I do want you to consider that the food that we eat affects our mindset. It affects our bodies. It affects the way that we're able to focus. So we want to autopilot because not only do we want to take some of those choices away and make it more simple and more boring, we also want to make sure that we are fueling ourselves to feel better. So I like to autopilot my food every once in a while where I eat the same breakfast every single morning. I have the same lunch every single day, but I get to choose what I'm doing for dinner that night. So if I do want to have any kind of variable, it's going to be dinner. So is there a way that you can start to autopilot your food so that you are not having to make a choice multiple times a day on what you need to eat? Because when you're experiencing burnout, that is going to feel so freaking heavy. So we want to take that away, take that, um, you know, like the, the heaviness of that away. We want to simplify as much as we can. 
Okay, so those are your burnout recovery tips, those practical tips. I want you to go choose one of those and do them today. Implement it today. And if you do implement it, come find me on Instagram and tell me that you implemented it and let me know which one you did and which ones you liked the most. I'm going to go back through them really quickly. So number one was to create a focus on your phone and only let your top people through. Number two is to uh, uh, pare down your outfits to only a couple of outfits and put those in a separate space so that you're only choosing the things that are in front of you. Number three is to take your email off of your phone. Even if it's just nights and weekends, that's okay. Number four is to pick one TV show to watch, one podcast episode to watch, and one book to watch. Or watch, read. <laughs> and then number five is to autopilot your food. So before we head out from this podcast episode, I want to give you guys five habits that are going to boost your happiness. We just do these super rapid fire, but these are habits that I have made over the past couple of years that have significantly increase the happiness that I have in my life. They've significantly made me a happier person. So number one is to get sunlight within the first 30 days of waking. So you can just literally step outside for a couple minutes and get that sunshine on your face and get it on your skin. If you are in a climate like me where it snows and it is cold during the winter time, there's something called a happy light. That is how I handle this during the winter time when I can't go outside because it's negative 25. So if you do not have access to sunlight, that's what I would recommend. Number two habits uh, that will boost your happiness is to have at least 20 grams of protein before you have caffeine. I know so many of you like to have your caffeine on an empty stomach, but I am telling you right now, if you want a happier life and you don't want to lead your life into burnout, start having 20 grams of protein before you have your coffee. So this can look like eggs. This can look like bacon. This can look like yogurt. This can look like a protein shake. There's so many different ways that this can look, but I promise you, if you start to do this, A, if you have ADHD, there was a study around this that like, it definitely helps with ADHD brain, but also B, if you don't have ADHD, getting 20 grams of protein before you have caffeine is going to help your nervous system. It's going to help your body to be able to process better and it's going to make it less jittery. I've actually like kind of tested this back and forth, like having coffee on an empty stomach or not, you know, having like the 20 grams of protein. And I always notice that when I have 20 grams of protein before I have caffeine in like, I will always feel more focused and always be able to get more work done. And I don't feel disconnected from my body. Okay, number three habits that will boost your happiness is to go to bed at the same time and wake up at the same time. I know a lot of you guys are going to be like, oh, I can't do that. Uh, mm. <laughs> okay, enjoy. If you feel like you can't do that, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I, I know you can. Even if it's not like I go to bed at 827 every single night, you can go to bed around the same time every night. You can wake up around the same time every single morning. So the way that I did this was I got the hatch restore. So I have a wind down routine and I have a wake up routine and I go to sleep almost like on the dot at the same time every single night. So if you want to boost your happiness, I would recommend doing a meditation. The first thing that you do when you wake up. So I have been doing the Joe Dispenza morning meditation, and I have really been enjoying waking up and spending time in my own brain before I check social media, before I get in with my clients. It's really just something to fill my, myself up. And I have noticed a happiness boost over the past like few weeks that I've been doing this. 
All right, number four for habits that are going to boost your happiness is a vitamin D supplement. I am not a nutritionist. I am not a dietitian. I am not your doctor. So you need to go check with whoever you have on your team for support around this. But when I started taking vitamin D supplements, I noticed a huge shift in my stress levels going down, in my happiness in general, and just like how I was as a person generally felt better. So I also did blood work and labs and I had uh, a nutrition coach who helped me to figure out what I was deficient in. But this is all stuff that you can talk to your doctor about and say, hey, I want to get labs tested for my hormones and things that I might be vitamin deficient in. And when they come back and say, hey, you're deficient in vitamin D, you can take a supplement for that. So talk to your doctor. But I do want to say that this was something that personally helped me. So I just wanted to make sure that I shared it. All right. Habit number five that is going to boost your happiness is make a list on your phone of things that made you smile today, things that made you proud today or things that just made you feel good in general. I love to give this exercise to my clients. And every single time I do, they're always like, oh yeah, life is working out way better for me. And I'm like, yeah, because you're focusing on the things that make you feel good. You're focusing on the things that make you feel proud. You're focusing on the things that make you happy. Of course, it's gonna feel better. So that is today's episode. I hope you guys found this as helpful as I did when I was creating it. Like I was creating this, uh, this episode, like I was sitting on the couch, like thinking about all these things. And I was like, man, I used to experience burnout. And now I'm just kind of like coasting because I don't experience like that dip as much as I used to, because I have all these habits and I have all these things in place that kind of keep the burnout from even happening. So if you are ready to change the way you operate in your life and in your business and be in a space that focuses on your well-being as you scale your business, you're going to want to join my signature program, SAP, Success Accelerator Program. It's a six-month commitment where you'll get access to a proven framework that's going to help you master your mindset, it's going to help you optimize your business, and it's going to diversify your income. We have group coaching calls bi-weekly. We have access to the membership that I have, Clarity Academy membership. You also get access to a Slack community of incredible women where your questions are going to get answered Monday through Friday. And you're also going to get a one-on-one onboarding call with me to create your roadmap to success. The space is limited. I have a very limited number of people that I could take on inside of SAP and then it goes on a wait list. So if you sound, if this sounds interesting to you and you're like, man, I think SAP might be my next step. The link is in the show notes. All you have to do is go to that link, go to the sales page, click the button, click if you want a six month commitment or a 12 month commitment, and then pay your invoice and you're in, you get immediate access. All right, my friends, that is everything for today's episode all about burnout recovery. I am so excited for some of the episodes that we have coming up. And I just want to say thank you again for listening to this podcast. It means the world to me. I will see you guys on the next episode.